0: Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening.
1: Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchmen and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on danaglinsmith.com and warn-usa.com. Warn Radio is on the following platforms: Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor and Pocket Cast Do not miss the featured post this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows. Featured on both Warn-USA.com and DanaGlennSmith.com Still the Darkness and the Rising Glory Land of the Unclean Breaking Unveiling Delusion Featured on DanaGlennSmith.com America's Righteous Truth The American Civil War Then and Now Featured on WARN-USA.com Radicalism's War Nigerian Genocide Distressed Nations Christ in War Zones Gospel Hope Judgment Zion's Controversy Isaiah's Prophetic Book Part 89 on Battle Lines And don't miss these Warren Radio episodes from November 8th through the 10th Wednesday's Advocacy Show Missions, Advocacy, Persecution, Pakistan, Ukraine, Israel Nambia's Kingdom Gospel Thursday's Battle Lines Gentiles Shall Come, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 196, Friday Sound the Shofar, Kingdom War, and the Coming King, Armor of Light, Part 11. Be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith, The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. There's danger and intrigue. The nation is at risk. Dark forces are plotting to bring the country into the globalist new order. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. You can get your copy of The Rising by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus and Robertson, and many more. And the Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglensmith.com and while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. Now I welcome in the watchman.
0: You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at Warn-USA.com and DanaGlennSmith.com And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn.
1: Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm
1: doing great. Thank the Lord.
0: Yeah. I hope we're every
1: I hope everybody else out there is doing great as well.
0: Yeah. Time goes by so fast.
1: It does. Here it is Thursday, the sixteenth of November,
0: twenty twenty three. Yep. And we're in <coughs> part one ninety seven. That means we've been here 197 weeks.
1: Well, actually more than that because there's been some times that we've skipped. So, we're almost into five years, dear.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm just talking about 197 each one's an hour. Yeah. And so, you have 52 weeks in a year. <coughs> That's almost four years right there and then we got special programs oh well, welcome to the broadcast we're just sitting here amazed at how fast time flies
1: we're always amazed
0: <laughs> well I am when it comes to time I talk about it, I can't believe it it goes by just like that
1: yeah, every day is one day closer to the return of the Lord
0: boy I tell you I'm ready yeah I'm ready for him to show up, but we yeah. haven't seen the dark one yet, so, yeah. you know, that's the way it works. I, he comes, and then the Lord comes.
1: I'm ready to, I mean, I am want to see the Lord more than I want to see the dark
0: one. Yeah, boy, ain't that the truth. Yeah. Well, at any rate, welcome to the show.
1: And tonight on Battle Lines house of my glory brings us into the realm of glory and the lord god here we are entering into chapter 60 of isaiah with part 197 bondage is over sin is forgiven new hope total restoration and the fulfillment of god's plan enters this chapter We look first, however, at the abundance available to Israel and the promises concerning the Gentiles and their redemption and closeness to Israel herself. These chapters are the end of the book of Isaiah and the prophet has ten chapters to end his full message to Israel. The Gentiles and the nations of men. All of this will tie eventually into the New Testament and the promises found therein. And now, back to you. I'll see you on the other side.
0: Well, we are here in verse 6. And, uh. Verse 6 of chapter
1: 60.
0: Yes. So, indeed, we, you know, we're in the final, final section of this. And, here, there's a lot of promises here. There's a lot of stuff that regards a fulfillment. And so, here we are in verse 6. And it's kind of funny that we're talking about a multitude of camels. You know, especially today. But if you were in the time of Israel that this was in, you know, camels are the mode of transportation across the desert world. And, uh so it, it's interesting to look at and of course this is a uh, land and, and you can trace it all the way back to when Joseph was uh, sold into slavery into Egypt you know they they sold Joseph to some traders who was going to Egypt and that's where he was sold so you have <laughs> this kind of a commerce here we see a land engaged in commerce, trading. And, of course, you have the trading nations who bring their wares, and they come across long distances in the desert, and caravans. And around Jerusalem, there swarms cattle, I mean uh, camels, And so, it reminds me when we talked about Babylon. uh, You know, Babylon took Israel into captivity. But Babylon was judged by Cyrus. And the children of Israel were released. And uh, Babylon itself went into captivity. It was destroyed. And... uh, But see, there, when it was at the peak of its power, you know, it it had the same kind of commerce. They had traders that were coming there. They didn't have to fear them, you know. So Babylon, you know, they were a healthy nation to conquer. But still, there was a lot of these people that they didn't mess with, uh, you know, these particular nations Instead, they brought their wares, they made money off of them. And then if we get in the New Testament, you know, and we see Mystery Babylon when she's destroyed, you know, uh, and they have all kinds of things that this Mystery Babylon was responsible for. And, you know, people, when they see that destroyed, Mystery Babylon will be a big commerce, you know, for a lot of people. I mean, if you look even today, the same thing happens. We have commerce out of China. We have commerce, you know, out of a lot of the areas of the world. And we do business with people. And, you know, that's the way it is. And, you know, they're not friends. But, you know, there comes a time when these nations make peace. And even though they're not real friendly, they will make money off of each other, and that helps everybody so in this particular one, this verse here we see a multitude of camels, and uh they have the dromedaries there and uh so uh traders are bringing their wares you know spices and jewels and gold and uh, and they bring all this stuff gold frankincense and all the other to Jerusalem and uh, but the thing about this is is that this is connected to Jehovah the God of Israel and they're bringing all this stuff not as unwilling tribute in other words coming because they have to but they're coming due to the glorious deeds and attributes of Jehovah, the God of Israel. And um, it's kind of, when you look at this, it's kind of difficult to really see this. If we look at the New Testament and we see how that goes in Revelation, we we can see this. But there's also that time when the Lord is going to rule and reign for a thousand years as well. And so you have the multitude of camels will cover them. So you see, uh, not just camels, but you see it's a land covered with flocks and herds. Now this means that they're that they're um, you know you could call them blessed. You could call them rich. Everything's going good. The trade, and, and they're not the way they were. They're you know, they're they're not in the anger of God anymore. And uh, so they had the dromedaries, they had the camels, and uh, a land covered with flocks and herds. And the dromedaries, it's a species of can, uh, camel from uh, Arabia mainly, and uh, they had one hump, while those that came out of Midian had two humps. And Midian is the fourth son of Abraham, And Ephah is the eldest son of Midian so this tells you who they're uh, getting these things from these are the people that are coming all they from Sheba come and they shall bring their golden incense and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord and so this is a time of abundance this is not a time of judgment here and this is looking forward and uh, it's amazing see even today when you look at Israel um, Israel is far removed from the Israel of old they have uh, the promises they are in the land uh, they claim to be Jews and there's people that said they're not Jews but see these these are the house of Judah and They're not sacrificing like they would in the Old Testament but they do have faith in the Lord and uh, in their God and they keep the law. Now there's some of the stuff regarding the temple they can't do Uh, but uh, you know you, you take this Israel is a modern Israel today. And we look at these particular verses, and we see the fulfillment of Israel coming and uh, it's really a startling picture because you see something more than than what we have today because you have Israel surrounded by enemies, you have Israel today with a war after horrific things were done to him, uh, you have uh, uh, Hamas. That continues, you know, even after they did those things and Israel fighting them and bringing them down. So, this is, you know, you get right back to Israel of old that fought her enemies. And uh, it, it's hard to believe, but see, the thing of it is, you look at America, America hasn't been around as long as Israel. But Israel, for a while, was broken up and scattered in the nations. Um, During the time of Hitler, he had Jews there, but he didn't have Israel. He had Jews. Uh, Israel is Israel. Israel is the whole package put together, and they're at Jerusalem. And and that's where where the Jews have to be. Now, a lot of these young kids that are protesting all this stuff and are joining Hamas, you know, uh, not joining but uh, celebrating Hamas over Israel, really don't understand these things. Our modern country doesn't understand it. But see, when God promises something, it's going to stick. You know, God God doesn't renege on his promises, and he will bring it to pass. And that's, when we look at this, this is what we're looking at. We're looking at fulfillment and blessing. And, uh, you know, it, it's not like coming right out of the, uh, you know, uh, bondage like they were in Babylon you know the, these are scriptures that meant by the prophet and of course he gave this stuff before they ever went into uh, bondage so they would have seen these things as a future time um, and now let's look at Isaiah forty-five seventeen through 22 but Israel shall be saved in the Lord with an everlasting salvation you should not be ashamed or confounded, uh, world without end. See, this is guaranteed guaranteeing uh, the promises to Israel. Can you read
1: those verses again, Isaiah 45? 45,
0: 45. What are the verses? 17 through 22. Thank you. And so it, it says, nor confounded, world without end. That's important. And it has Israel connected to it this is an everlasting thing and for thus saith the Lord that created the heavens now see now you have the Lord God and uh, God himself that formed the earth and made it he has established it he created it not in vain he formed it to be inhabited I am the Lord there is none else I have not spoken in secret in a dark place of the earth. I said not unto the seed of Jacob, seek me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. In other words, you know, it's not going to be in vain when you're serving the Lord. He will He will bring this to pass. And see, what's he bringing to pass? He's bringing to pass um, a world. and They're all going to be saved. And... It, you know, he created the heavens and the earth to be lived in. And when Jesus, Yahshua, comes back he's going to destroy those who have destroyed the earth. And he's going to remake it at the same time. He's going to have to uh, you know, it'll have to recover from the tribulation. And so these are very, very good promises. And it also reminds Christians of, of all the things that the Lord said because of the, um, you know, the blood of the covenant through Christ and faith is that he's going to bring things to pass. It may be a mess now, but God is going to bring it to pass and he made the earth to be inhabited. He made the heavens so they would be there and, and there's things that He made and and that's what he says here I made it to be inhabited and I didn't create it you know just because I wanted to it has a purpose and it's not going to be in vain you know people are going to use it there's going to be people there's going to be salvation and redemption and it says here now this is really important assemble yourselves and come draw near together you that are escaped of the nations, they have no knowledge that set up the wood of the graven image and pray unto a God that cannot save. Now see, that's the way it is for a lot of people. You know, I had a, a Muslim that contacted me on Getter. And it was the first Muslim, you know, in the 25 years we were there that... Uh, that contacted us like that. We I've talked to them before here locally and things. But uh and so they had a bunch of stuff trying to tell me that that the Muslims revere Jesus. Well, they may revere Jesus, but they don't see Jesus as the son of God. That's a fact. So, you know, and she and this person put down a bunch of scriptures and of course they used one where he was a carpenter and so so when they think of the lord they think of him as a carpenter and a prophet but they don't think of him as the son of god but see if you miss the first verse of john in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god that word is logos that's very very important and uh, this this is the son of god who came and He said that at the time that, uh, you know, before Abraham was, I am. And he used the I am, the same thing that uh, Moses was told. "Who, Who shall I say sent me? And he says, I am. Tell them I am, that I am hath sent me. And I am is simply, I am. What do you mean, who am I? I'm God. I am. I've always been here. I am that I am. And, it, and it's, you know, b- but they don't get it, see? They don't get it. And, you know, the thing of it is, 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 don't contact me and tell me that you're okay and try to prove it through scriptures that you don't even know what you're talking about. I mean, that's the thing. That's really what America and the world does today. They do it on social media all the time you know you've got to get into the word of God you've got to seek the Lord you've got to make sure and you need to, when you become born again you know it this ain't no I think I am whatever And you know no the spirit of God bears witness with us that we are the child of God this isn't a blind faith we have the spirit of God we know the voice of the Lord we walk with him so in verse 22 it says look unto me and be saved all the ends of the earth for I am God and there is none else. And of course this is this is uh, talking about Israel in verse 17. He calls those that are escaped to the nations and he says look unto me and be saved all the ends of the earth for I am God and there is none else. Now see this was given a long time ago. Which means that we should know this. Okay? We shouldn't be suddenly surprised on a Saturday night. Oh, God's coming. i got to know Him. You know, so you start flipping through scriptures and you don't even know what to do, but you'll believe on Him anywhere. Anyway, you know, now is the time to know God. Now is the time to know the Father and the Son. Now is the time to repent. Don't sit on a stool and wait for him to come back, then you look up and see him in the clouds. See, I told you, you you know, you're going to be found wanting. You need to repent. You need to have the Spirit of God. You're born of the water and the blood. Now, the water is where many of them get baptized. It's also where the Lord says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water, which was referenced to the Spirit of God. And the blood is the blood of the covenant. Because it's only through the blood of the covenant that you're going to be finding forgiveness. There is no way else. And of course, we're all here, you know, dealing with Israel in these verses. But it has a deeper meaning than just Israel malachi uh, one eleven, from the rising of sun even to the going down of the same my name shall be great among the gentiles out in and in every place shall be offered unto my name and a pure offering for my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the lord of hosts and see from the get-go that paul went out and brought the gospel to the gentiles A lot of Gentiles came to the Lord they saw miracles and signs and wonders they believed churches were built there was persecution and they endured many died and here we are all these years later and we still have Christians we still have people to believe that believe so when you talk about the inheritance of Israel and how long they have been here The Gentiles have been here just as long. Matter of fact Israel came out of the Gentiles. If you read the history in the Bible and that's why we're going through these scriptures because I'm telling you and emphasizing to you that while this thing is talking about Israel the prophets talked about the Gentiles. We weren't a second thought. God had always intended to save mankind he didn't wake up one day and say to Jesus man have I messed up you know I forgot to put that in my word No, he isn't like man he doesn't lie what he says is truthful he is eternal and he gave his only begotten son to die on the cross for your sins. So next time you think you know everything, get into the word of God. Romans 15, 8 through 12. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers. He was a minister of that uh, covenant. And he didn't come, as he says, to destroy the law. He came to fulfill the law. And it was him dying on the cross, shedding his own blood, that sealed the covenant of the circumcision and sealed the covenant that Israel had before, the old covenant. Yahshua became the new covenant through his blood and it's by faith. See, even Abraham believed God and it was appointed unto him for righteousness' sake. Abraham never followed the law. He was justified by faith. And, And the thing of it is, being justified by faith was there before the law was ever established. So think on that. And so, verse 9 of that, And that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, For this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles, and sing unto thy name. And again he saith, Rejoice, ye Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. Now that's Paul to the Romans, chapter 15, 8 through 12. Paul was explaining a few things here. And if you go to Romans uh, 11, he'll explain some other things about Israel. And again, Isaiah saith, there shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, and in him shall the Gentiles trust. The root of Jesse, it's through his line, came Yahshua. And to be sure you understand that, Mark, I mean Matthew, has included that in his genealogy. He also goes through the part where they were in um, captivity in Babylon. And he tells you when they went in and when they came out. Verse 7 now, we got more of this. All the flocks of Kedar, now Kedar is the son of Ishmael. Now this is important, now Ishmael was blessed and he was to have 12 tribes and Isaac was going to have 12 tribes. The son of Ishmael shall be gathered together unto thee, the rams of Neboth, which again is the sons of Ishmael, shall minister unto thee. And they shall come up with acceptance on my altar and I'll glorify the house of my glory. And Albert Barnes talks about this. He said these people lived in tents and were a wandering tribe. There was a lot of that. And it is not possible to fix the precise place of their habitation. The language here also means that that which constituted their principal wealth Would come and enrich Jerusalem or the church of God. Because it says, With acceptance on my altar, and I'll glorify the house of my glory. All the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered together, and the rams of Nebbioth, which is sons of Ishmael and father of the Nabataeans, shall minister unto thee, because that's where they got a lot of these. And they shall come up with acceptance. Here the conversion of the wandering tribes of Arabia would be as certain and as a signal as if the numerous flocks of Keter and Evioth should be devoted to Yahweh and sacrifice. Now this is an important part here because if we take this to mean Ishmael and all the tribes of Ishmael then that would also include the Muslims today. And, of course, they're all going to be devoted to Yahweh in sacrifice. And it says, all these flocks will be gathered together unto thee, which is to Israel. And I will glorify the house of my glory, the the house of God in Jerusalem, as the prophet has already said, will be a house of prayer for all nations. And and that's when when the Lord came in and took the whip and drove the money changers out, you know, He talked about my house would be a house of prayer, but you've made it a den of thieves. Now, uh, in Romans fifteen, fifteen through seven, Paul goes on with his thought that we were talking about earlier. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written the more boldly unto you in some sort as put you in mind because of the grace that is given to me of God, that I should be a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. I have therefore whereof I may glory through Jesus Christ and those things which pertain to God. Now, see, he, Paul was the one that was sent to the Gentiles, and they were the ones to be brought in. Now, see, the Lord talked about that, you know, that he was sent to the house of Israel. But he also ministered to the centurion and, uh, you know, the woman at the well. And, you know, he talked to s- different groups. But he later, when Paul came along and Paul joined as another apostle, he was sent specifically because it was time now because the Holy Spirit had been given and Pentecost had already happened and so we have Paul that you know knew what he was to do and he went out and he did it and so we see the inclusion of the Gentiles all along now during this time we talk about you know Acts and a lot of these others uh, Israel was an enemy to the Gentiles As a matter of fact they were an enemy of the Gentiles for a long time and Paul even writes that they are enemies of the gospel for your sake and uh, Paul explains this in Romans 11 about how that whole thing works it's recommended reading now in Hebrews 13 8 through 14 we talk about Jesus Christ Jesus Christ the same yesterday today and forever Be not carried about with divers and strange doctrines. For it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace, not with meats which have not profited them that have been occupied therein. See the heart established with God's grace. For out of the heart come the issues of life. But if you're like most of the heathen, you know your your food is meat you know you're eating that that's your goal get food eat drink but see the lord even even told the apostles they you know they wanted to get him something to eat and he says i have meat whereof you don't know you you don't know about it i I have some meat i i've already been fed and he and he was fed through prayer and and through the spirit of god and his when he spends time with the father and you can go on that and so for the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought to the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned without the camp Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. You know, he became sin. And because he was, you know, hung on a cross, that was a curse. And uh, he suffered without the gate. The unclean thing, out in the outside of the gates. And uh, let us go forth therefore unto him without the camp, bearing his reproach we have no continuing city but we seek one to come and see that's even today you know there's a lot of hatred towards Christians in the world and you know our hope is not in this world we don't have a continuing city here although we live in a city but a continuing city is one that when civilization breaks up, there's no cities left, but there will be. And we will be in the new Jerusalem, which comes down. And so, you know, during, when we look at that aspect, you know, Jerusalem will be there itself, the Jerusalem that you see today. And that will be part of, of the end time stuff when it is surrounded. But there is a greater city that is perfect, the New Jerusalem, and that is called the Bride of Christ in uh, Revelation. And the church is also known as the Bride of Christ. So we, what I'm saying is, as we go through all this, we're talking end of stuff, you know, end of the days, and the fulfillment of everything. There's a lot of stuff in here that no matter what you think of Israel, if you think they're not going to make it, Israel will make it. It doesn't mean they're not going to have trouble. It doesn't mean that they're not going to have people killed and real trouble. There is real trouble coming for Israel and for the world. And there is a beast that I call him he's called beast in Revelation 13 that ain't going to be fun but we overcome by the blood of the lamb the word of our testimony we love not our lives unto the death and and that's the marching order for this time Haggai 2 6 through 9 for thus saith the Lord of hosts yet once it is a little while and i'll shake the heavens and the earth the sea and the dry land and i will shake all nations and the desire of all nations shall come and i'll fill this house with glory saith the lord of hosts the silver is mine the gold is mine saith the lord the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former saith the lord of hosts and in this place will i give peace saith the lord now that's that will be during the time that Yeshua comes back and that will be uh, you know it it will start out with uh, the Lord ruling and reign in the thousand year millennial reign in Christ but there's a greater fulfillment even than of that because there will be the new Jerusalem coming down and, and <laughs> it will be you know that city of God that will come here and the nations will come into it and bring their glory into it so you know when we talk about Israel you know Israel is just a tiny little spot now and I told people don't worry about the tiny spot of Israel God will take care of them and I can tell you one thing Hamas is going to think twice the next time they take on Israel because Israel totally I mean when you see pictures of Gaza there ain't nothing left. And so there's some serious things going on here and it's too bad we have wickedness, but it'll get it'll get worse as we get closer to the arrival of the Antichrist. Isaiah fifty six six through eight also the sons of stranger that join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord to be his servants every one that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and taketh a hold of my covenant Even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer Their burn offings, their sacrifices shall be accepted upon my <coughs> altar For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people The Lord which gathereth the outcasts of Israel saith, yet will I gather others to him besides those that are gathered unto him. Now see, that's important. There's others that are going to be gathered to him, and that that part of the reaping and and bringing those in is going to come out of the nations of men during this tribulation, during these things here. And... uh, And everyone, you know, in the first verse of that said, the sons of stranger that join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the the name of the Lord. And, of course, this still has the Old Testament way of doing things. But when you get here, we've got the new covenant. So they'll be doing uh, other things there. I mean, this is total fulfillment. I mean, this is really... A place where you know. I mean it's a joy when you think about it. We're done with, you know, Israel's judgment. You know, it's good to be done with the judgment. Now there's other judgment coming on the world, it's a tribulation, but at the end of that, the devil's gonna be destroyed. Wickedness and darkness are gonna be gone. We're gonna have a, a A place that will be with God and will be with the Lord. And that's, all these verses are pointing to this time. You know, and of course, many people want to work out the details. These are kind of high spots in the window of prophecy. And, you know, this is Isaiah writing at the end of his long detailed thing where he has written prophecies and stuff about Babylon about um, uh, Persia, about Cyrus he's written him about the Lord which which became the Messiah uh, and now he's he's wrapping up and you know these are the good things this is now here's verse 8 now this is now this question is addressed to Zion. Who are these that fly as a cloud, as the doves to their windows? They fly as a cloud, as doves to their windows. And so we see this as a swiftly flying figures of some kind who are hurrying to a house to which they long to reach. Just like if you remember the days of old when they had pigeons. You know, you could see them flying around when it was time to come home, they'd all fly towards their pigeon house. And that was an amazing thing to see that they would go back in and stay in their little house. The reason for the haste is to be found in the faith of those who are hurrying. The things that's flying along like clouds and doves are ships which come from the farthest extremity of the European quarter of the globe. And they're bringing Zion's children from afar along with them and the gold and silver. And of course, in in Israel being restored, it, it does talk about the Gentiles helping Israel out. And, you know, just look at this war. You know, America did go to her side and is helping her they They sent ships, and the ships hurried to get to Israel and close to her in order to protect her and help keep her. I mean, <laughs> you know, as much as you may not understand this, you know, and may think Biden doesn't have any sense god's uh, God's ability to manipulate the heart of the leaders of men is very well known he is the one that has the hearts of people in his hands he can do what he wants and so in, in and so these guys come in huge multitudes and so the prophet sees these hustling or hurrying to get to jerusalem And there's so many of them. Now, of course, um, Albert Barnes talks about the fact uh, it really looked like a cloud from a distance. But see, if if you're in the desert in in the daytime, one of the first things you see when an army approaches is the dust raising up on the horizon. You can see that. And... uh, I mean, in the same token, when we have big fires here, uh, you know, we have a blue haze. We have a sun that turns a different color. Orange. Orange, yeah. And so when these people are hurrying to get there, now see, there's there's one reason. You know, they want to get to where they're going, and they're going to Zion. So why are they going to Zion? Well, maybe the Lord returned. Maybe, <laughs> you know he's going to come back to Jerusalem he's not going to the UN folks <laughs> he, he's he got an army and, and he is coming back to Jerusalem and he is going to rule and reign that's why we all expect a bigger temple to be built no matter what the nations of men are doing no matter what society says we don't care there are things that are going to be done and we believe that the signs are here Saying how close we are to this. And we could still be 15 years, 20 years out. But, uh, he's coming. You know, the apostles, look at how long ago they were. And even they said, we are in the last time. Peter and the boys, they all talked about being in the last time. We don't have much time left. We're in the last time. Good grief. Now, How long has it been? How many thousands of years? And he hasn't come yet. Yahshua came the first time to seal the covenant. He's coming back a second time not to seal the covenant. He's coming back next time to bring in the fulfillment of everything, our redemption. Now in Isaiah 51, 5 through 6, I like this one. And so, you cannot talk Israel, I don't think, without understanding that God had a covenant with Israel, a lot of promises. But in the same token, you cannot deny that God looks to redeem the Gentiles if they will repent. That's He leaves it up to them. You know, he has a salvation. And this is what he says, my righteousness is near. My salvation is gone forth. My arm shall judge the people. The isles shall wait upon me, and on my arm shall they trust. Now, his arm is Yeshua, Jesus Christ. He is the one that the Father uses. He has appointed the Son. And that's why in Revelation 1 he's known as the Almighty. That's the Son of God. Lift up your eyes to the heavens. And look upon the earth beneath. For the heavens shall vanish away like smoke. And the earth shall wax old like a garment. And they that dwell therein shall die in like manner. But my salvation shall be forever. And my righteousness shall not be abolished. Now see. I believed. I received. I believe on Yeshua, Jesus. I have his spirit. I hear his voice. His spirit gently nudging me, reminding me or comforting me. And God says, My salvation shall be forever. My righteousness is not going to be abolished. My righteousness is near. My salvation has gone forth. You're not going to stop it. And he will judge the people. And Yahshua will lead that. In Isaiah 42, 1 through 4, Behold my servant whom I uphold, my elect and whom my soul delights. Now this is Jesus. I have put my spirit upon him, and he shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles, and he did. He shall not cry, nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A brute! Now this shows his gentleness in dealing with people. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail, nor be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth and the isles shall wait for his law. Now this, there's two sides. There's the gentle Savior, the shepherd who will carry the lamb, the Son of God, the Redeemer, who came And he showed humility by washing the feet of the apostles and said, you do likewise. For if I your Lord do it, then you should wash each other's feet. Because you came not to be served, but you came to serve. That's the gospel. the gospel is not rising in hatred and killing and murdering and lying and stealing and doing what we see in america the world today this is lawlessness and it will be judged the other side is one you do not want to see when he comes back he will render judgment and that judgment people be weeping and crying and so uh, oh I love these verses now we're in Luke looking at the time is what I'm doing so I'm going to mark this because I don't want to lose my place and we'll start there and we've got just a couple more of those and then we'll be in verse 9 And we'll be talking about the isles and all of that, and the Gentiles bringing their silver and gold under the name of the Lord thy God to the Holy One of Israel. Uh, The wealth of the Gentile nations, literally. The Gentile nations. God. Isaiah wrote so much, it just amazes me. Father, thank you for your word. Bless your word to those that hear this whenever they do. Lord, bless them, comfort them, help them to understand this. May they be ready for you. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Tower.
1: Amen. But that was good. It's amazing, if you think about it, how much love God has for each and every one of us. Yeah. And and the Lord, too, that he willingly... God sent him, and he willingly came, because he loved the Father. It's amazing. Well, thank you. What... no go ahead well thank you everybody for joining us whenever you do I hope this has blessed you and may God bless you richly and keep you we always hope the best and pray the best for you in Christ Jesus we love you thank you for all you do for him and please pray for your brethren around the world and pray for us as we pray for you Thank you. Good night everybody.
0: Don't forget to go to our websites at warn-usa.com, And remember, you know, when you're anywhere where our social sites are, you know, you can eat you can contact us and stuff, but we don't do any arguing or explaining of anything on social media. That's not what social media is. You want to talk about the Word of God, you know, you come to our websites and contact us through our contact page. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May His face shine upon you and give you peace. May He go before you and may His light shine before you. So you never get lost, and you can find your way home. May God keep you. May God bless you. This is the the Watchman in Blue Tower. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for
1: listening to this episode of
0: The Warn Radio.
1: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.